This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Shenanigans. Is it just me, or are they purposely withholding information in the solicits in the Marvel Previews catalog? Is it possible that they would try to trick us into not knowing? Is this an experiment to see if it affects sales positively in their direction? And the heck with the comic readers need to understand what they're getting into? Is it possible that they would actually use gimmicks and tricks to inflate artificially the sales of their prospective titles? I think that's a possibility, folks. It could be that Marvel is interested in profits over my and your enjoyment. Is that is that crazy? You be the judge. I don't want to be the arbiter here. But as we glance through our Marvel catalog, you let me know if you see what I see. Anyway, enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 866 for our comics originally releasing October the 10th and October the 11th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, I got an email here from our good friend Jason who helps us out here. It says, Dear listeners, it's Jason from Hawaii. Last week, September 30th, was was International Podcast Day. I just want to say thank you guys for letting me contribute to your podcast. I also want to give Drew a big shout out for doing all the hard work behind the scenes. And I want to thank him for being very flexible and working with me to release interviews and especially those Kickstarter views. Again, thank you guys for letting me be a part of your podcast. Aloha, Jason. And no, I didn't just read that to self-congratulate us. I did also want to say shout out to to Drew, who does a bunch of stuff behind the scenes and the the straw that stirs the drink and everything. And he just lets me hit record and be a, a dumb little monkey, and I appreciate that. <laughs> In lieu of all that, uh, happy podcast, international podcast, Adrian. <laughs> well, it's it's not a show without you, Kyle. That's what I've always said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, it, it takes two to tango, bro. And we appreciate <laughs> J- Jason very much. And yes, um, like, like tr- we try to um, work with the creators to get the, the episodes out when they'd like them, in the windows that they'd like them. Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I have to go to my regular job and I don't get a chance to get them out on time. But, boo! Yes. Um, uh, I know, yes. boo! But... <laughs> I, we try. We try to do what the creators want, and we appreciate Jason finding all these cool creators that are neat stuff and talking to them and sharing that with us. So we love Excellent. it. Excellent. Happy podcast day to you as well, Jason. <laughs> yeah. um, Drinks are on me. I got a new segment that's debuting this week. Kind of curious how this goes and how this is received because it's very. Could we talk to the robot overlords? Are they okay with us doing something different? I haven't asked them, but yeah. Oh no. We're calling it this week in piracy. Oh. Okay, so like, like I'm the captain now. Piracy or yeah. People that pirate piracy, pirating comics. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Um, back in the day, we we used to get we used to get comic charts, right? And mm-hmm. you know you can still find comic charts like sales charts, like uh, maybe an Amazon list, um, some other 
different places have them. Usually none of them have actual numbers attached, right? Mm. And um, I, I don't have I don't have numbers attached to this. This is just a list from a pirate site. And the th- the reason I was curious about this is because when we used to do the sales numbers, mm-hmm. it would show us the, the the comics that were pre-ordered. And so those were the comic sales. The comic sales were basically the pre-ordered sales to comic shops. That's the only numbers we ever got. So that just means it kind of reflected the will of the people. It kind of reflected what people were reading. But it also reflected what the comic shop guy thought people would Mm -hmm. read in two months. And it, it reflected what they'd always purchased year over year month after month and a comic shop that was a marvel shop is always going to be a marvel shop right so mm-hmm. their numbers are going to reflect that does that really reflect what people want so i thought i'd look at the top comics pirated on a site i'm not going to give you the site because um we don't really support piracy that's bad correct bad for Correct. the industry but it what it does reflect is the people what they want and you sp- see specifically what actual people are going out of their way to steal to read mm-hmm. okay so um it's pretty easy the first one is um obviously batman um there we go so universally batman's usually number one um all the time so batman could is number one is most pirated for this week batman 138 Cool. Um, God's number one is number two. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So that Hickman release uh, did really well, um, piracy terms. X-Men 27, Immortal X-Men 16 um, follow at three and four. So X-Family doing really well. Um, Transformers, number one, that debut did really well. It's top five, so it, it got the fifth slot. Um, then we go X-Force 45, Fantastic 412. Um, and then we before we get back to a DC book, which is Birds of Prey number two. So we went five, six, seven, eight. We, so we have one and eight for DC. DC's got, got Batman and Birds of Prey. And Image had number five. So they only, they only had one on the chart so far. Mm, um, okay. Then we see Doctor Strange number eight coming in at number eight. Um, Shazam number four coming in at number nine in the alien annual, uh, rounding out the top 10 with the DC ghouls just want to have fun right on the outside. Uh, looking at, uh, then at, at rank 11, uh, then we hit star Wars, Darth Vader, 39 ultimate invasion okay. four. And here's a curious one. DC war of the undead gods trade comes back into this top list. Of sales at whatever that was 1450 um and it must be because the trailer's out um i don't know if you got a chance to see that trailer or not Mm-mm. um it doesn't look it looks well i don't, I'm, I'm not gonna say it looks uh, amazing but it's weird it's weird to see it like deceased on the screen right yeah it, it, it's, it's it's weird to see it so but it, it got some people's attention um that's followed by Ghost Rider Annual, uh, Superman Harvest of Youth, which is like a an all-age OGN, 
and um, rounding out the top 20 is Strange Academy, Amazing Spider-Man number one. So a lot heavy Marvel, as we've mm-hmm. seen before. Um, some DC titles in there, strong DC titles in there, um, and one one non-big two. Non-big two. So yeah, just the tra- just Transformers from Image. Um, so it feels that feels kind of like it reflects what we've always seen from other charts, right? Big Absolutely. two, big two dominating, and um, kind of a different mix. I don't know that X books do that well. Um, on the used to do that well on the national charts, so that was mm-hmm. kind of interesting to see. Um, Birds of Prey doing as well as it did surprised me. People out searching that one out. That that ten dollar DC ghouls just want to have fun is because they don't want to pay for it. That's what I say when you hit that, <laughs> uh, that that price point, it's just like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so we don't do a lot of we can't, we don't do a lot of sales charts anymore. Um, I thought this was an interesting look, and I might try to find some different rankings, different types of rankings to compare and contrast these things to. But for this week, we're gonna call it we're gonna call it this week in piracy. And, this uh, week in piracy. But Comics for Fun and Profit does not endorse piracy in any <laughs> any form or fashion. Because we are the captain now. None of that. None of that stuff. Um, I had a question, Kyle. Um, did we do the top licensed property comics list already? Mm-hmm. From Maybe not. From our robot overlords uh, yeah. at ChatGPT? Okay. All right. Because I can only imagine what they're considering licensed properties. I I pulled that up and I was like, now wait a minute. Is it possible that I've already done this one with you? But I don't think I had and I wanted to double check. Okay. You must have done it with your other brother. (laughs) Could have been. Could have been. So, Kyle, I think you probably know what number one licensed property comic is, I'm guessing. Yes, My Little Pony. Oh no! You know, it's it's on the list though. It's at rank seventeen. There we go. My Little Pony is at rank seventeen. Um, my guess would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I, I thought you would know right away. Yes, that's number five. That's number five. Okay. Now you got me spiraling because you're like, you obviously. Show know just it ended is. on Disney. Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. Star Wars is gotcha. number one, probably far and away. I'm guessing. Gotcha. Okay, so that's where they're with, with licensed property. Uh, Transformers. Transformers is, is uh, four. Hmm. I'm thinking of a bunch of stuff that's just big. Well, I don't know that they thought of things that were that big either. <laughs> um. And this one, and when one is just like a big swing and a miss, I'm very upset. Star with it. Trek as well. You know that surprisingly is not on here. Um, they they put another sci-fi show on here, but not not that one. Gotcha. All right, I'm just going down the stuff that pops out into my head. And I, we were on the same. I'll stick with like the Doctor Who's of the world. Doctor Who comes in at number ten. For gotcha. both IDW and Titan. Oh, okay. Is Godzilla considered a licensed property? I would think so, but it is not on here. 
No. Back to the recent image. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is number seven. James Bond. That's a good one, and that's not on here. That's surprisingly not on here. See, I'm thinking of things like, you know, Ghostbusters, but I don't think those are big enough. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters make the list. Yeah, like Ghostbusters. Yes, Ghostbusters is rank 19. Oh, wow. Power Rangers. Power Rangers, I know, are on where I saw them. Yeah, they're at rank 9. And see, like, the Mega Mans and the other video game things in the world. Not big. I don't see Mega Man, but there are a couple of video games. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, one I don't even I didn't even know. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is one, yeah, for both RG and IDW. But it's all the way down in the twenties. Gee, Turtles the biggest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was five. Sonic was six though. Yeah, Mickey Mouse type thing. Uh, You know that probably should be counted, but they didn't count that. So here's one. At rank two, they put Walking oh, yes, Dead. Yes, yeah, I'm missing the second. Oh, okay. They put I Walking Dead. That, but but yeah. Walking Dead was a comic. Comic before it was before. A property. So yeah. I hate to, I hate to say this and don't tell them, but I think the overlords are wrong there. I agree. Yes, but because yeah, in that they'd be like, hey, have you heard of this Dune thing? Yeah, yeah. it's like. So um, then at rank three, they have Buffy the Vampire Slayer from Dark Horse and Boom. Okay. Um, and uh, you said Transformers, Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles, yep. Sonic, G.I. Joe. You said the X-Files came in at eight with from Tops oh, yeah. and IDW. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Power Rangers. You mentioned Doctor Who. Aliens from Dark Horse and Marvel yeah. now. Predator, Predator from Dark Horse and Marvel now. RoboCop from Dynamite. Planet of the Apes from Boom and now Marvel. Um the Crow. Um, mm. uh, I haven't seen a Crow comic in a while, but okay. Yeah. Um, the Terminator, I guess, was licensed. Okay. Makes sense. You mentioned My Little Pony. You missed Scooby-Doo. Oh, Very disappointed yes. in that. You missed Even that though one. he crossed over with DC characters. Yeah, yeah. So he definitely was a cartoon first before yeah. it was a comic, so that, that counts. Um, you said Ghostbusters. Uh, the Simpsons on Bongo. Those were big. Uh, uh, Jurassic Park. Stargate SG-1 makes it from Avatar Press. But, yeah, you mentioned Star Trek. Not on here. So that's bull, right? Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender makes the so list. Uh, World Wrestling. WWE. Oh, the WWF, yeah. Yeah, that makes it. Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, okay, makes it. but it's starting to get more popular, yeah. Yeah, um, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Sonic, you but mentioned. see, like, the Conan, Conan isn't, Conan, like, open source or whatever they call it? <sighs> Conan's, you're right, because was Conan a comic first before the movie happened? Yeah, I think okay. Conan was a comic first. Um, Sonic, you mentioned, Adventure Time, uh, Rick and Morty, Firefly, uh, The Legend of Zelda made the list. Oh, if only it was higher on the list. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat, The Witcher, John Wick, which I don't remember it being a Dad, Okay. I did not know that. You, um, I don't know if you mentioned The Crow, but The Crow, Twilight Zone, uh, The Mask, and Game of Thrones. So mm. lots of lots of licensed properties. Um, some miss, misses, I think. Hold that against <laughs> the boards. They, they did the best I can. We'll forgive them. <laughs> 
Kyle, I've got the solution to our dreary, dreary evenings. We can um, we can we can pop a little magic mind and Ooh. get a little pick me up and and still still go to sleep. Just enough to give us some some clarity of mind, uh, a, a little creativity, get the creative juices flowing. Maybe give you one or two before the podcast, you know, <laughs> to really focus you in. Uh, what do you you think fall of asleep during one podcast and all of a sudden that's your problem. Uh-huh. But yeah, absolutely. The worst thing you want to do is, you know, brew a pot of coffee at middle of the night right before a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Then you're up the entire evening. What you need is good, sustained energy, clarity of mind, not, you know, a jolt of caffeine that hurts yeah. your body and all these things. Absolutely. And uh, Magic Mind uh, does all that stuff and has that. Uh, okay. Matcha. I want to talk about matcha, Drew. Okay. All right. The the green vegetable matcha, that 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 buzzword, that superfood. I didn't think I'd like matcha. I uh-huh. am starting to like matcha, and that's one of the big key ingredients here is that that uh that lovely green superfood that has the benefits of all the uh, uh keeping you going. Yeah. And it uh yeah it it's cool stuff. It it's pricey. Uh, mm-hmm. Matcha is. But they stick it in this uh, with with some great other ingredients, all natural stuff. Um, so, but you you can get it through us with our code. So we want you to check out this Magic Mind Elixir. Check this out. It is go to MagicMind.co/slash/comicsfunprofit. And elixir really is the perfect word for it. It's a nice little elixir. It's very yes. cool. For sure. If you feel you want to try this out, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code. You can get um, 20% off uh, of an initial one-time purchase or up to 56% off of a subscription. So if this sounds good to you, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code CFP. You can get up to 50%, 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with the code CFP. Or you can just use that discount code CFP at magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit to get 20% off a one-time purchase. Just to sample, dip your toe, check it out. Kyle, did you see who's on the cover of the new Marvel catalogs? Uh, I, I did. I saw it. I'm like, yeah. Oh. He he's not looking good. No, the death of Moon Knight. Can we finally stop talking about him again? Just put him to go bed. Away? Yeah. Like he did for, with Drew for multiple decades. <laughs> he was gone for a while, he was. <laughs> of course, this is October for December in our Marvel. Uh, the death of Moon Knight on the front cover. Let's scroll down and see if that's actually the comic we're going to lead with. Of course, it's not. We are leading with this number one, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. Yeah, and they're talking about the, the again the, the future of the. How many times have we behold the future of the Marvel universe? It seems like there's one of those every week. We have we have beholded it a lot. That's a great Alex Rose Ross the gatefold cover, but that is. I'm still curious on who this is. This the Moon Knight unending character? Yes, we have Power Man and Moon Knight unending. Okay, looks like Moon Knight to me, but all right. Yeah, but he's got you know. Oh, he's sigil he's. In his chest. Oh, he's a he's he's a android. Yeah. So the ascension of ancient the Moon Knight unending has risen a nightmare born of Stark Tech, the Eternal Machine I was just and about the God to say of the he Mud. He looked like Tony Stark. Yep. Yeah. 
that is you've got capullo doing that's cool capullo's doing that yeah if you scroll down a little bit you have moon knight remembered by oh wow but i don't know how you buy or what is that for that is apparently maybe telling us about moon knight 30 moon knight 30 which kills him all yeah and there's it's just must be yeah it's one of the variant covers I hate these people. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Yep, so five bucks a piece. They didn't gouge you like they did with Timeless, because $7, a $7 Moon Knight 30, and we're going to get five bucks out of you. You've got to buy. How many covers? Let's see how many covers Drew has to buy. Uh, I'm not. One, two, three, four, five, six, nine, and... Can I? Can I? That's 50 bucks. So you're filming me. i got to buy 50 bucks worth of Moon Knight. Now, should I just get the Capullo? That is nice. That Capullo. And Yuckley's nice, too. You know Peach Momoko. It looks like he's sinking really cool. in um, quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Capullo's going to be the big one. Yeah, Capullo's the good one. Long live the night, they say. Mm. And then we follow that right up with Vengeance of the Moon Knight. And yeah. he's back alive again. <laughs> uh, he has got some wicked weapons. He was dead. He was dead for a second. That's, he so was that's dead for January. three digital pages. <laughs> so that's on sale in January. Ooh, so okay. So but he's 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 not white. He's black. Not he's black, but his his design is black. The midnight mission. The congregants they find themselves clad, clad in black. black. And this like that's coming out in January. So yeah. instead of holding that for a month and making us think he was dead for any amount of time, they pre-sold mm. that. Yeah. Not even gonna, you, you, we're not even going to wait for the January solicits. We're just going to put it, wedge that in here. Hmm. Like okay. You, you, you go right one page past that Vengeance of Moon Knight into the this Finch cover. Has Moon Knight ever been yacked or yoked? Like, look at him. Has he ever been that muscular? No. No. The heck, man. No. But, well, I mean, in... Yeah, the in the Finch when Finch did the Vengeance of the Moon Knight run, mm-hmm. the original, yeah, he was he was yeah was cut. He was a bigger, bulkier. He's Juggernaut slash. So Capullo does, does another cover for Vengeance. So that Rest in Peace that that second cover looks like a homage to the Batman cover almost almost that like Gordon. But oh okay, yeah. Capullo's phoning it in. <laughs> He phones it in, and I still buy it. Oh, yeah. It's very nice. And now we're back into Gang War. Spider-Man The Gang War kicks off here. Did we not talk about Gang War? Gang War kicked off last month. I thought it did, too, with a bunch of stuff, and I said, I'm mad. I'm angry. Rawr. We determined, yeah, because there was, like, no no kingpin. Gang War came on 40... Gang War and Daredevil. Yeah. Gang War One. Gang yeah. War continues in. So yeah, Gang. you're right. Yeah, because we yeah I think we saw that it was going to run over multiple months mm-hmm. of Gang War. Gang War continues. Deadly Hands of. Really. I guess that makes sense. Shang Chi. Spider Woman Two. Continuation. Luke Cage. So do you think some of these tie-ins are just like? Hey, look over there. It looks like there's a gang war going on. And then they just tell their own story. You know, no, that's I think the, that's specifically the ex- came out for gang war. So there's like they're they're full on gang war yeah. 
tie-ins. Yeah. They're not just like, oh, I think I heard there was a gang war going on, and they, <laughs> then they just, just do whatever they were going to do anyway. There you go. That's what I would do. No, no gang war in Superior Spider-Man 2. Okay. Or Carnage 2. Or Sir Boy 2. It's taking us two issues for Spider-Boy to be slushy in. <laughs> you know, I've Punisher not... no logo. Punisher I've not, 2. I've not read a uh, single single Spider-Boy. Is it good? Has anyone read it? Read it? Uh, not his own thing. We'll have to see what his yeah. uh, solo book. White Nipple Punisher. Punisher 2. Yeah, since they can't decide between OG logo and awful new logo, they've simply put a pause button and two white patches. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about, yeah, Secret Wars happening with the retro pack. Curious about the Scotty Young of it all. White Widow. There's Gods. Then Peach is doing a... Yeah. You talked about how people are reading this god, so there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Marvel Zombies Black, White, and Blood. A whole bunch of folks doing that. Oh, yeah, we relaunched Sensational She-Hulk. Is that a Ryan? That's a Ryan Brown cover. Cap Wolf. Looks a little blurry. It's the most interest I've had in Cap Wolf. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't even know what, know what that was, so there you go. Spine Tingling Spider-Man 3. Predator versing four. Apparently they've just yeah been piercing with a variant covered by Bill Sienkiewicz. I was just about to say it's Sienkiewicz variant. Giant size superstars gets a facsimile edition. Thing versus the Hulk. Marvel voices. Spider Gwen smash. Nope. So what does that mean? The Mary Janes are on the opening act. To Earth 65's biggest rock. Oh, smashes in playing the drums, not yeah. smashes in Hulk. God. Hulk, which immediately I thought. Oh, okay. And then you get this DNA cover on the next. That's pretty great. The Sentry. DNA, is that David Nakayama? Is that who the DNA is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Sentry number one. Did we already launch this thing? Yeah, they're not giving us dates on. Retailer, please note the early FOCs for the three previews. So we've already seen Sentry number one? I don't remember yeah. it. We've already seen Thunderbolts number one. Yeah, and so they're just giving you a... Why? So people aren't using the FOC, I guess? Uh, that, I mean, I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think why they're doing this. I'm not sure either. Um, we've solicited these in the last catalog. You guys didn't order enough. Or... Yeah, so this is the last... This is basically your, your FOC. There won't be an FOC on Sentry or you think, or it's already passed. You know, it, it's the same as this catalog's de- deadline, right? Yeah. Is that possible? Uh, I, I am unaware. Since it's being like they're reissuing, they're resoliciting stuff that they solicited in last month's catalog. It's basically going to line up. I would guess it would line up with the FOC time for these two. So by the time huh. you have to have this order in for this catalog. The FOC will be about the same. It's very possible. I would guess. I would yes. guess. <sighs> it does kind of make... So, I mean, like, is this Avengers 8? Is this just the regular Avengers that would normally be in here? Or is it um, last month's... I can't tell. 
I think I think that's what that little disclaimer says. So this Daredevil yeah, four is actually from last month. But what about the Fantastic Four? Is it like every other page? Yeah. Or they just because this Alpha Flight next Men twenty nine. Same thing with Invincible Iron Man. going on man I mean is that just they were solicited in November because they were advanced solicits in November so they were just extra advanced notice in November these are actual December books or Please, were they Eric, November books out here we are lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious yeah I'll have to I, I'm all the way down on page 53 at original X-Men number okay and are you excited about it no, but it's neat to see the old OG costumes. It's kind of neat. Facsimile of Wolverine by Claremont. Printing a new printing of the facsimile, Drew. Oh, what is what does that mean? No, Wolverine 40, Stark Sentinels. So you've got the X Men Sentinels, but only Iron mm. Man. In. Gotcha. Avengers Incorporated 4. We have Moon Knight in that. So wondering he must die after that. Plus, in his very last guest appearance prior to his... So, Drew, you may have to get Avengers Incorporated 4 to get his last last appearance. Don't do this Not first me. appearance, last appearance. Yeah. Okay, Drew, the industry is officially dead. Um, the bookmark is uh, at 11.31 p.m. on uh, October 6th. The industry is dead, and it has Why? been murdered by the Ski Chalet variant of Captain American 4. What, what That's right. We are doing ski chalet variant. What page? I am on physical fifty-seven, digital fifty-nine. In Captain America four, and there is a ski chalet variant by Greg. <laughs> got... Hey, can you pick your favorite Marvel character and then send them on a ski trip? He's got his little gear. Um, he's getting ready. He's got his uh, snow jeans. <laughs> What is going on? That is the weirdest, dumbest, and whose idea was that? Uh, you know, people with their finger on the pulse. You know what the people want? They what? want ski chalet. There's a there's a there's 15 ski chalet versions. There's one for Amazing 40, and oh my goodness, Spider Woman's got a couple. Spider Boy's got a couple. Thunderbolts has has a ski chalets. X Men has ski chalets. <laughs> but the first time they showed it to us was Captain America. <laughs> Not sure why they hid that for fifty seven pages, Drew. Perhaps well, it, it's because yeah. it's impressive. Yeah, the, Doctor Strange gets a ski chalet. Magical, I'm guessing. Mag- ski yeah. chalet. Wow, that's 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 nuts. <laughs> No ski chalet for for Hulk though. <laughs> he was not invited. Yeah, the alien the alien doesn't get a, a ski chalet either. And no Star Wars no Star Wars ski chalet. Oh, not fair. Two D two on the slopes. <laughs> well, yeah, there is a ski chalet and a ski chalet version variant. Yeah, nuts. Good old Bjorn Barons were doing the Ghost Rider. The Ghost Rider not skiing. That's good. Aliens favorite. 2. I love the tagline for this. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Star Wars Revelations number 1 by Guggenheim, Charles Greg Pack, Mark Bernard, and from the High Republic to the original trilogy and we are on. Jabba the Hutt, Darth Vader, Mace Windu, 
Keeve Trennis, Thrawn, and more. Introducing new characters, new twists, and new turns across all the Marvels. This star-studded issue puts the people on the board for what's to come in the galaxy far. So, what? Uh, $7, 56 pages. What? Is it? It? Huh? <laughs> right. So it's just everything put into one. Which one is this? Star Wars Revelations number 65, digital 67. Oh, okay, yeah. I was down at Dark Droids trying to make sense of who Scourge was. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Fit it all together. Yeah, because they've got High Republic stuff, and they've got OG stuff, they've got old school stuff. It could just be like an anthology-type deal. Different stories that aren't really interconnected. Yeah. But now they have High Republic Phase 3. Uh, what are the what are the what do the phases mean? I don't know, but as soon as we finish with these Star Wars things, we have a big old page here on seventy. Attention, please note the early solicit checklist for on sale in weeks one and two of January twenty. This is due to eleven twenty and twenty seven FOC weeks falling within the catalog's date range. Full solicited for soliciting cover art and solicit catalog for January on sale time. Uh, okay. We've screwed up previously. Because of their FOC, because the FOCs are in November, therefore they solicit them in this catalog? Okay. It's amazing how we've had previews work correctly for decades, and now all of a sudden... Yeah. But this is, this is PRH, so Penguin Random House, and what we heard from Eric was stuff comes early. So they 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 get the, they get their comics way earlier than they were getting them from Diamond, um, and so that you know they must they must have a method to this madness to get this stuff there on time. Hmm. I just don't All understand. Right. I don't understand the date ranges. I'm, I'm I'm getting confused. So now we're on to hardcovers and collected. Always nice, but no, not the way I read comics. Not the way I read comics either. The occasional OGN. 100%. Not a lot of trades. Unless I guess I've, if I've missed something. Like, oh, I should have I should have read that book. I have to go trade for it. It's possible even I miss things. I know it's hard to believe. Yes. I, I, how? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't read every single thing that's put out. I only <laughs> read a, a certain percentage. So things do All get right, Drew. I've under the cracks. That, 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 and I've thrown that preview. I'm done with wow. I'm, I'm done with what may or may not be a preview for what way or may not be this month, that month. You're done. You're 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 completely done. I'm done. I'm All right. Done. So I'm heading over to CoverPrice.com. I'm pulling up there a weekly hot 10. What the top 10 in the secondary market is. Let's hope they can get that. At rank... Number one, we have that cool Wolverine 37 Capullo cover that was the one per store variant. Ah, uh, yes. Our boys are still all selling theirs. 103, 100 bucks for a, was the high sale, but you can uh, you can get them for about 60 bucks if you're. At number two, Void Rivals. Number four, the one in 25. Spoiler, it's a spoiler because Shockwave is on the. He got a new design, but who knows what the original shape. So Kirkman doing Kirkman-y cool things. 40 copies on the secondary market for the 25 so there's several out there. 
Um, we saw a pre-sale of a CGC 9.8 for 130 bucks. But, I mean, you're talking ratio 1 and 25, but you're going to have to give 65 bucks if you're chasing this beast. Mm. All new Wolverine number one, the Bengal regular cover. This is from 2016, Drew. This was the height of Laura Kenny for EI, too. Oh, yeah, that was great. We saw issue two spiking a few weeks ago, and now it's this book's turn. It's the debut of X-23 as Wolverine in the classic house. And it's seeing a spike after another Deadpool 3 rumor hits the internet. It was reported that Marvel was looking to bring Daphne Keen X-23 from Logan into the project before uh, the strike derailment talks. The strike is now over, and fans eagerly await to know if Drew. While they wait, they opt the aftermarket insert this book. So wait a minute. So that's the was that the young girl in the movie? So yeah. Okay, so she's not going to be Honey Badger. She would be X twenty. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's. It's been rumored there will be multiple cameos featuring Wolverines from the multiverse. Mm. Tracked mm. 51 copies in the secondary market, so a lot of people doing this. 120 bucks for a CGC 9.8, 28 bucks if you're searching for near Met Rawls's Benga. And man, Wolverine is is stocking this thing at rank four. Wolverine 26, the Ryan Stegman regular cover. This marked the first appearance of Helverine. We've been talking about that for a while. We saw another 38 copies move. 29 bucks was the high sale for a Raw. 23 bucks if you're chasing it down. At rank five, we have spawn number one. I refuse to talk about it anymore. We've done it for a million times. 193 bucks for 9.8. 31 bucks for this dollar buck. At rank six, Knight of the Cadillacs number one. Per the Hollywood Reporter, yet another deep cut comic is receiving an adaptation. Expose Studios and Scout Comics have teamed up with Sony to produce an adaptation featuring a member of a vampire gang running off with his human woman, a la Twilight. That's the bare minimum you will need to know, and we encourage you to dive down into the rabbit hole for what it's worth. Along with the digital adaptation, we're receiving a comic adaptation called Lipstick Klika from Scout Comics later this year. Both books are available, as of this writing, over at scoutcomic.com. 33 copies, $35 for a CGC 9.8, 6 bucks if you're chasing her down. I repeat, Night of the Cadillac. At rank 7, Spider-Man 2099, number... 175 for a CDC 9.8, 14 bucks for near near mints. Superman for all number one. James Gunn strikes again. This book was relegated to the five dollar and under bin for many many years, but no longer. Recently, James Gunn cited this book as one of his favorite Superman stories and an one. inspiration for the upcoming Superman Legacy. It's a classic Superman story, following him through different points in his life, narrated by those who affected him. Crafty creator extraordinaire James Gunn can do a lot with a story so full of heart. We track 23 copies in the secondary market. $14 for Rawls. You can get it for 5 bucks, but 14 was the high. I think American Alien would a better, better point. At rank 9, Dazzler number 1. Will it or won't it be Taylor Swift? 26 copies in the secondary market. 180 bucks for CGC 9.8. 11 bucks for Heart Attack number 1, Drew. That's right. Heart Attack, number one. This image book from 2019. As quickly as this book rose with confirmation that it would receive the live-action treatment, it fell off even quicker. Yet it has made yet another appearance. It'll get swept up in the flurry of news that often batters the community. But projects with momentum behind them typically rise again. This book is no different. 
promising to bring an interest from the comic page to a TV near you. The subject matter hits a little closer to home, making some fans. Despite that, aftermarket sales have continued to rise, along with fair market value. It's still a cheap book. 15 copies tracked. $18 for Rawls. 13 if you're digging through the weeds. Hmm. <clears throat> At rank 11, we have Star Wars Dr. Afra 36, the EM Gist, Gist, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars 15th Anniversary uh, Ahsoka. So this is, yeah, just Ahsoka on the cover. I think we saw this last week as well. Eight, Only eight copies of this moved. High sale of 215 for a raw. Um and a current near mints around 184 so um doing pretty well it is a one in 100 uh incentive so that's it. uh rank 12 we have birds of prey number two the auto schmidt one in 50 that's a pretty it's a pretty book um only nine copies of this black canary cover sold um but a high sale of 199 dollars for a near mint um, current Rawls going around 162. That's well above the ratio there. Um, we have at rank 13 suit Spidey and um, we... how many of these did we move? Uh, 29 more copies of this one. Moved. High sale of $444 for a near mint plus um, and raw copy and raw very fines going for about 184 at rank 14, we have Sonic the Hedgehog's 30th anniversary, number one, um, the one in 10 Jennifer Hernandez cover. Uh, this one sold an additional 13 copies, high sale of $35.95, $35.95 for a raw, and current raw is going around 20 bucks. At rank 15, we have Venom Lethal Protector, just the regular cover. Uh, 21 more copies of this sold with a high of $135 uh, for a CGC 9.8. Current Rawls, if they're near mint, are going for around 9. At rank 16, we have Swamp Thing, number 9. Um, this is volume 3. So this is, uh, let's see, back, uh, they're, they're referring to back in in House of Secrets 92, Benny, Bernie Wrightson introduced the comic world to a new hero from the moss-ridden depths of the bog. Swamp Thing was a notable hit and went on to have an ongoing series shortly after its debut. Since the appointment of James Gunn as co-chief of DC, Swamp Thing has been has re seen renewed interest. DCU's Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, will include the infamous Swamp Thing. This issue offers a collector's classic cover for one of the DCU's All-Stars. So because it's got a great cover, I guess we're going to, I guess that's a great cover. I don't know. So it's Swamp Thing, Volume 3, Number 9, and it sold 11 copies with a high sale of $449 for a CG. Raw's around 87 Hmm. Don't see it. Uh, rank 17, we have a Mega Man uh, Number 3. This is the first Lobo. Um, continuing to kick around whether Jason Momoa is going to be Lobo or not. Um, 17 copies of this moved with a high sale of almost $400, $395.95 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, raw near mints around $65. At uh, rank 18, we have Wolverine number one. 
this is the one they've done multiple printings of the facsimile on. Um, so we continued to sell 27 copies this one, this time with a high sale of almost $400 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 67 bucks. What do you think is the more iconic Wolverine cover? That one or the the claws up with the reflection? Um, probably that reflection. Yeah. This that's, this is a second probably, but that one. Yeah, it's the one with the claws. Yeah. Um, at rank 19 we have Ultimate Fallout. This is the first Miles Morales. Um, uh, 18 copies sold. $1,849 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 425. And finishing us out is Predator versus Wolverine number one. The Virgin 1 in 100 by Alex Maleev. Take a quick look at this. Something special. Yeah, it's a shadow. Mm, it's a little murky. Um, but it's Alex Maleev. Uh, 17 copies moved. High sale of $102 for a 1 in, one in 100. Not great. Um, current rolls around 75 bucks. So that's pretty awful. Not, shouldn't even be on the list, really. <laughs> I would say. But what should be on the list is the making sure that you find your, I would say, comics at the last minute before they come out. So you don't have to change them on the secondary market. But Marvel's trying to sell, sell them to you five different times, so who friggin' knows? <sighs> but for now, we get a really cool list from our good friends at Deep Dish. Um, submiss- we have some time changes for this weekend only. Lunar distribution items, 12, all other distributors, 12 p.m. Monday. That in mind. Even though it's Columbus Day, they're not, nobody's closed up there. There you go. They've chosen not to. Um, but let's look at see what the FOC is, see what we got to chase down with distribution items, see what we got there for the 8th. We're going to start with the 8th because there's also the 9th for Lunar. Yeah, Star Wars, or I'm sorry, Jesus. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. What was I thinking Star Wars? My goodness. Um, it's the special number one. It does Star have... Star Wars is in the sky, whereas Aquaman is. I think, really yeah. The yeah. I think the photo cardstock, cardstock variant might have some... It's actually Jason Momo on the cover. Those always mm-hmm. seem to do well, especially for folks that want to get those things signed and things. Um, that might be a good one. Heck yeah. Along with the the blank. The blank always does well. All right, Drew. We have Batman, Catwoman, the Gotham War, Scorched, it, Scorched Earth, number one. Cover B, Adam Hughes, Cardstock. In the least Adam Hughes cover I've ever Yeah, it is. Um, it's it essentially is. just car crash. Yeah. But it's good. It's very well done. But will Adam Hughes people want this one? Not what they normally get from Adam Um, th- This, I've... I'm all in on this damn Gotham War. They got me, got their hooks in me. I've read every single so damn Gotham one of them War, so far. Yes, Gang War, no. Well, I mean, I never say never, right? So I, I, I don't think so. I don't think I can hang for six months of Gang War. I think Gotham War will be over pretty soon. Uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Kendrick Kunka Lim with the other Catwoman Gotham War cover. Not bad. I like it. I like this Jason Sean Alexander detective cover. Interesting look to it. I'm going to talk about a Scout Comics book for a second, Drew. Okay. Because we're talking about this Captain Ginger, The Last Feeder. No. Um, or is that... Or is Caddy and... See, I'm, I'm all confused as to which one of these. But there is a very neat homage cover for a Star Wars cover. Yeah. I don't know. 
This might be an Ahoy comic. Okay. I've got to double check on that. Yeah, I think it's an Ahoy comic, but I like Walt Simonson Unlock Very. We've got um, this local comic shop day coming up again. LCS 23. November 23rd. Yeah. Wednesday. The day before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yes, because, you know, buy local before you buy retail on Black Friday. So, um, yeah, so we've got a local comic shop day. Red Light, number one, from AWA. It's a not safe for work polybagged variant. Priscilla. What are you seeing per- this thing at? I'm on 10.8 still. How uh, far did you go? Went to the oh, to the L's. Okay, you skipped a you skipped a ton. I didn't skip a ton. Okay. Were you going to talk about Faceless and the Family? Yeah. Were you? Nope. You were going to talk about Faceless and the Family. Can I can can I say I want the polybagged? Yeah. <laughs> Polybag looks pretty cool. It's AWA. It looks like it's the only one version of that. So must it's either something that's already out. And I missed it, or it's going to be out, but the LCDS Comic Shop Day version comes out first. Oh, there it is. Red Light. Yep. Sarah Cho, Priscilla Petritus, and Jeff DeCow. Jeff DeCow has his own following for covers, so that cover A also might be pretty good and well sought and sought after. And then Frank Cho, we know. He does good covers as well. But even for LCSD, if you want these things, I'm guessing make sure you're up seeing them because they're very allocated and limited. Yeah. Lots of red light. Could be a good one. If you get Frank Cho to draw a lady on the front, you're going to get mm-hmm. some people. Yep. Um, lots of Somna, number one. Is this a distillery book? Because it's got the weird shape. I was going to say it's in an odd shape, so that either... Yeah, distillery. That's distillery. Becky Clunin and Tula Lote for nine dollars. And we get a um, a Joel Jones cover, but I don't love it. Jai Lee's not bad and, though. Uh, the the Joel Jones in ten. The uh, Jai Lee is really nice. I don't think it's a one in ten, is it? Nope. No. It's really good. Did you talk about the Somnin number one, another polybagged? Yeah, that's the yeah. So there's a polybag version of this one too from Distillery. Yeah. So that's it's interesting. Two different publishers and, are going yeah. the polybag route. Yeah, I can't tell if that one might be a different format too. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it's the, it doesn't look to be landscape like the rest of the Somnus. It looks to be portrait. That was my just curiosity there. Oh, wow. And the polybag looks like a brown paper bag, so that's kind of neat. That I liked it very much. And here we have a bunch of Supergirl number one. Everybody trying to rip off Art Germ, even though yes, I realize Frank Cho did it first, and he's do it whenever he wants. The other one. Yeah. And then let's look at uh, stuff coming out on the ninth. Um, Blood Commandment with their Lost Boys homage cover and Lost of Us yes, yeah. homage cover. And what's the first one, Kyle? Is that it? I would. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or some Stephen King property. Yeah. Ice Cream Man Sunday Edition. Just a hardcover. I love it. Ah, Moonshine Collected. Good series. Saga Trade while we wait patiently for the next patiently January you're, you're issue. You're waiting patiently. For three months. Stupid. 
Oh, the Bumblebee second printing of Transformers number. Wait, we're supposed the second printing along. Look how many Those second printings second there are. Printings. Yeah. Oh, we're doing. Uh, yeah. Robert Those Kirk are all you lovely bastard. You <laughs> take all my money. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of second printings. Uh, that's... So he said, "Oh, Marvel, hold my beer. You're yeah. doing one second yeah. printing." I'm surprised he's not doing one in one in tens and one's one in twenty fives, but he's doing five of these second printings for maybe six. It is. It's cool. He can do no right. wrong. Let's slide on down to the other things on the ninth and look at some Boom Studios thing. Hmm, it's approach number one from Boom. It says something like BSE Varlucci. Am I supposed to know what that? That's a, a lurchy variant. Okay. It's um, Jeremy Hahn and Jason Hurley, my people that did the beauty. Oh, that's right. Oh. It's a $20 book. What is yeah, going on there? Real. I'm skipping this one. Skip the book of slaughter one, too. These aren't. What are these? $35 weird things. What is going on? It's confusing me. Yeah, I don't. I did. I got a little turned around there. Black Panther 6, the Stephanie Hans Knight's End variant. Um, that is a great Moon Knight. That is a, one of my favorite in a long time. Did you see that? No. So you're in Marvel. Uh-huh. Black Panther 6, Black Panther Stephanie six. Hans Knight's End variant. Oh. Oh. Very cool. Really good. Yeah, that's really nice. Deadpool 7 Slaughter. Elizabeth Torg variants, cool. Hmm. Lots of Punisher. Gods, number two. The Punisher, David Popos, the Miko Scion cover, and you're saying this is a pause, pause symbol with a couple of nip covers. Yep. Can't you see That's, it? Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. yeah. How creative of them. Wow. So, is the skull and crossbones no, it's even the kind of in there in darkness, maybe in relief? I don't know. I'm not, I, why am I defending them? I, I, I don't. Yeah. Have, I don't have a dog in this fight. It's just dumb. Stop the dumb. Put back the old symbol. So many, so many knights in variants. Throwing Moon Knight on everybody's cover. It's crazy. Well, it's his month. It's like they knew he was gonna die in two months. It. It's weird. Mm-hmm. How that worked. Star Wars High Republic number one. This is the phase three High Republic. A year after the destruction of Starlight Beacon. Markio and Rowe and the Nile stand victorious. The galaxy is in turmoil. The once mighty Jedi are outclassed. The Republic is on its knees. Um, by the way, spoiler for High Republic, not phase three. Just FYI, as I was reading yeah. <laughs> On the edge of the galaxy frontier, Jedi Master Keeve leads a desperate assault against the invading force. I always clings to hope. They're right? Not so fast. There's a new Thanos. I read the last Thanos, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think who that. I don't remember who that was. Um, but this one is Christopher Cantwell. I don't know if I need more Thanos. I think I got enough. But there's a new Thanos. There you go. Bamfing Spider-Man number three. What if Dark Tomb of Dracula number one has a really good art germ variant? And it is, of course, written. It's What If Dark, 
Paws. Tomb of Dracula. Oh, number sorry, one. I went. What if? Dark Tomb of Dark Dracula. Dark Tomb. Dark Tomb of Dracula. Which sounds like a better title. I th- I actually kind of prefer yours. <laughs> uh, facsimile of X Men One Forty One. Dynamite's got Alex Cooper number two. Gargoyles number four. Red so- or Savage Red Sonia number. This is Dan Panosian Savage Red. Mm. I am down in the back half that has partially been already taken care of by the lunar distribution folks. Curious about that Blood Commandment with all those cool covers. Mm-hmm. It's another chance for you to talk about Faceless in the Family that you didn't want me to go by. So there you go. It wasn't. You went by Detective, which normally I did. You at least I, talk. I mentioned Detective. I mentioned Detective. And then I moved on to AWA book. I remember what book it was. It's great. Forgotten <laughs> in 11 seconds. Uh, it was Red Light. There we go. <laughs> lipstick Clicker. This you is a me? Scout. You are Lipstick Clicker. Caden Phoenix, Marcello Servicio, and Rob Pryor. All-female gang of shape-shifting vampire cholas. All right. <laughs> you had me at Cholas. <laughs> I'm having some trouble finding anything else I care about, Drew. Yeah, I get you. A few weird Antarctic people care about. Yeah, I'm looking at that. That phaser looks terrible from yeah. American mythology. Yeah. Not my kind of stuff. Yep. I know what I've got locked and loaded. Red light number one for or from AWA. Mm-hmm. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your... Yeah, I'm going to go with Red Light. I'm not going to go with uh, Not Safe for Work, uh, Polybagged, like you think I might. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to go with the the Jeff De- Deckel, DeCal, DeCal. Um, cover A. Um, he's He's got a following. Um, I just noticed that there's like a shadow. It looks like there's a guy that hung himself and there's a shadow of his legs dangling there in the on the cover creep that's very creepy but uh I'm, yeah i'm looking forward to this i hope sarah chose a good writer i don't know and i can't help it i'm going back to transformers second printings i'm going with the cover e greg tassini with my boy bumblebee on the cover what which one are you going to do again Cover E, Greg Tassini. Oh, yeah. With my boy yep. Bumblebee upside down the cover. That that makes... Yep. I, I, I can see that for you. And it's just because Transformers makes me... Well, yeah. Sure. Yep. You know what this makes me happy, Drew? Our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. There they release their Hot 10 each and every Friday. And we scour it to see if we can learn anything. They always have great information. I'm heading over there and I'm looking at the number one slot. And I'm finding Birds of Prey number two. The one empty. Around 10 pre-sales before release, selling for between $100 and $200. Since release, another half dozen of those, hitting a crazy high amount of 275 That's quite a premium on a new release book, even at a high ratio. Yeah, that's nuts. And the cover is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a nice cover. I, I just can't see it going for 300 bucks either. People are nuts. At rank two, we have X-Men number 130. This is, of course, the real first appearance of Dazzler. She's back, folks. About 90 sales since Taylor showing up at Chiefs games, but in a box with the stars and director of Deadpool 3, 
that had the internet abuzz again with the Dazzler. 9.8s are back up to 2K after a quick dip the previous week. Yeah, I did not even was... put together that those were the Deadpool people. I, I didn't either. Just friends with Blake Lively. And I did not put it together either and had to have it explained to me. Yeah. And I'm like, geez, I'm It's dull. like I was interested in the football app at all. Yeah, Rawr. exactly. At rank three, Transformers number one, the one in 100. Spoiler. Another Transformers spoiler cover hitting the market hot on the heels of Void Rivals 4's 1 in 25. This time it's a foil 1 in 100 for a book that was so highly anticipated that shops had midnight release parties. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. Around a dozen pre-sales this past week for $75 to $190. The cover was quote-unquote spoiled early on as copies were in shops' hands as early as late. But since release on Wednesday... There have been a few more sales in the $125 to $175 range. I love us getting back to life. Oh, that's great. Excitement is awesome. Spawn number one. Woohoo, spawn number one. CDC 9.8s for $150. 30 bucks for a dollar book. It's back up. It was never a dollar book, Kyle. It was never. No, I found it for a dollar. I don't think you did. I'll go find it. Yeah, go find, go find it now. No, I mean, I'll find it in my stack, and you know how cheap I am. I obviously didn't pay cover for it. There, there. I can't believe that they moved a hundred of those yeah. this week again. Like it just <laughs> continues to move. It's so it's amazing. True. Department of Truth number one. Tinian provides an update. The Department of Truth has resumed production. There is also an upcoming bootleg edition limited convention exclusive for New York Comic Con next week. This has returned interest in this series. A ton of covers on this, but cover A is selling again at fifty plus. Copies sold for twenty to twenty or ten to twenty five dollars raw, with an outlying high sale of forty bucks. Nine point eight goes high as sixty to eighty. Talked earlier about Superman for all seasons number one. Our good friends are coming their number six item. James Gunn is still selling comic book. As he mentioned, this series is one of his favorites. Will that translate into an actual inspiration for his Superman film? You can do worse than lobe and sale. With 40 sales, yeah. mostly near the $5 cover for this prestigious book, but highs, around 15 bucks. Ranger Stranger number one. About 20 sales so far this week following the announcement that Kevin Hart is going to produce this as an animated series. Multiple covers, including store and convention exclusive, but the regular cover A has been selling between 5 to $10 with a high of 15 similar to Superman for all seasons. Void Rivals, number four, the one in 25 Shockwave spoiler cover. Another 30 or so sales this week. Last week was mostly about the pre-sales, but now that copies were in people's hands, it continued to sell. Average sales inched up from 50 to 60 this week, so this slight increase in continued volumes weren't another spot on this week. At rank nine, we have Thrawn, number six. About 20 copies sold this week, either individually or in sets. It looks like Thrawn isn't going anywhere. While many originally speculated this book for the first appearance of uh, Arlani, Thrawn's one-time superior, it seems the recent push for the first meeting of Thrawn and Vader is not a big fan of first... I'm not a big fan of first meetings, but this issue has some things going for it as Rawls are selling for around 30, while complete sets of the Thrawn series are going for over 120. We loved this series when it was out. Yes, it was great. And Amazing Spider-Man 601. I keep wanting to get these sets, these J. Scott 
Campbell says, hey. personally not a fan of these reprinted foil editions that have been doing ad nauseum, but they do seem to drum up interest in the original variants. Remember all these Batman 423 foil that they did for the first print? Well, we are getting a foil JSC for this classic MJ cover, and people are going back to the original with over a dozen sales in the last week, pushing prices up to $200 and a CGC 9.8 for 570 Back into our notable sales column with them, they have Spawn 185, CGC 9.6. I've said it before, Spawn collectors have no guardrail. They want what they want. How else do you explain a CGC 9.6 selling at an auction for $17,100 with 64 bid? It makes one wonder what one of the these number 6 9.8s would bring if they ever get, because they're apparently 6 on the census. Yeah. Mystery crazy. Men Comics number 1, CGC 5.5. The Golden Age first appearance of the original Blue Beetle has quite the sales as a heritage for CGC 5.5 at 24K. Not many comparative comparable sales in the last few years to give that context outside of maybe a restored 6.0 that sold for 6600 back in December or a CGC 9.0 that sold for 41K. But that was way back in 20s. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a book I didn't know a whole lot about, but that's cool that Blue Beetle is still uh, commanding some money for those first appearances. Now we're going to slide on over for our sneak peek at next week. We'll start at Lunar on the 10th and look at Batman and Robin number two. I meant to have that first Batman and Robin read so I could give my little mini synopsis for the folks. And I did not get to that in my stack. Um, shoot. <laughs> Perhaps next week, Phil. Yeah. Batman City of Madness, number one. Yeah, it has that great uh, cover B, Sinkevich, that yeah, I, I that. chose a while ago. As a, probably an FOC, I'm guessing. Pausing for just a moment to look at Mad Magazine 34 with the huh. Barbie cover. That's awesome. <laughs> That's Wesley Dodds is believe. Sandman number one, one of those old Golden Age return books. Just reminding you yeah. all of that. Yeah, that's back again. Thank you to Mad Magazine. I now have I'm Ken stuck in my head. Going for an October 11th to see October 11th items for releasing. I'll tell you, I don't know if you've read a Mad Magazine lately, but wow, I, they do not hold up, Kyle. <laughs> When I was a kid, I thought these were those were the bee's knees, man, of of highbrow humor, mm-hmm. and uh, I I could barely get through one. I was flipping through one. I was like, oh my goodness! I thought this was funny. <laughs> when did I think this was funny? When I was a kid, when obviously. When you were a child. Yeah. We talked about the Scout Books Fun Guy number one, a bunch of uh, feudal Japan mushrooms factors. <laughs> Reminding yeah. you that exists. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Haunting <laughs> Haunted Girl number one, Ethan Sachs and Naomi Sachs with a Joe Casada cover, eh? Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Suicidal Japanese girl, sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Uh, interesting concept. Also, if for, you're a for fun Walking Dead collector, a lot of these image books are having 20th anniversary of Walking Dead already. Yeah. Mom breaks the internet. From um, this is the Leanna Kangas cover, Jay Sandin, Patrick Mulholland, 
Barbie Reed getting laid off from her computer programming job the same day her 15-year-old daughter is arrested at a protest. Nice. Interesting. Epic covers are epic. Or, I'm sorry, something epic covered. We've got our Sixth Sense cover, and of course our It cover. Sickness, uh, number two. Uh, remember the first one did really well. Low print run. Uh, Jenny Cha might do okay. I don't think the Tyler Boss is going to do anything. Um, heading to new releases. Looking at our Boom Diotayo. Firefly the Fall Guys, number one. Going to a second print for Boom, so that sees a brown coat still interested. Yeah, it's great to see um, Damn Them All, number nine. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Our Marvel books, of course, we have The Amazing Spider-Man 34, the Disney 100 variant, 300 homage. That's really the standout ones. Disney Mickey homages. Mm -hmm. The facsimile for Daredevil 180 is the Punisher cover. Moon Knight versus Werewolf by Night. Marvel Tales number one. I'm guessing that's a reprint story. Nothing new, I would guess. Superior Spider-Man Returns number one. I say it's a one-shot. But didn't you see a number two yeah, in the solicit? This is not a one-shot. Maybe it's another, a different one. Like, this is a one-shot, and then they launch it again it's, to get two number ones. I wouldn't put it past them. It's muy posible. Nothing in Dynamite for me. Army of the Dead relaunch. Fun garbage covers, but that's about it. American Psycho from Massive. Greg Staples, best known for his own Judge Dredd, and as a concept art, Magic the Gathering brings his realistic, painterly style up to capture the likeness of... Okay. I mean, this movie's been long gone for a long time. Is, people, is it still relevant? I was referencing the uh, the uh, business card scene just the other day. <laughs> like a, the, the bone white? Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, I love the still frame from the movie. Uh, even though I doubt you're going to get our boy to... <laughs> yeah, when are you going to run across them? Mm. Good for you! <laughs> okay, I guess I was wrong. It was, maybe, maybe it does have a, fo a following. <laughs> At least you. Yeah. You could either take him a Batman or American Psycho. You know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> take them both. Invader Comics gives us greetings from the Maglev Chap. One of three. Oh, it's a $15 book. Forget you. Stick it. Same thing with Blue Moon Comics. Gunbreed, number one, is a $10 book. Forget yeah, you. San Diego Comic Con bump things. Kill Your Darlings, number one, going to second print for Image. No, I don't think we saw that one. The Midlife book that we I selected... Uh, during FOC time. From Image Comic, we have Knights, number one, Drew Wyatt Kennedy and Formasano. Ongoing series premiere from Wyatt Kennedy. We know from Bolero and newcomer Luigi Forasano. Supernatural creatures exist among the common folk in America is compromised of just 31 states, 2003, and Vince has lost his... Yeah, that's kind of a cool concept. Not all robots. That was so good. Now they're collecting it as a trade. 
Operation Sunshine's homaging are um <laughs> was that a Sex Criminals cover? Yes. And Beauty cover yeah. that they did. It's our <laughs> Sears Portrait Studios. Was, yeah. So good. That's been comics for comics, man. That was the heyday. Saint Saya Knights of Zodiac Time Odyssey number one from Ablaze. Are we sure wow. that's not anime? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a Blaze. Yeah. I don't think so. A Blood Moon LLC as well. It's really gross. On the yeah. Gross cover. A lot of blood. TMNT Saturday Morning Adventures Halloween the Turtle. Ah, very cool. TMNT Usajimbo Where When Director's Cup. Also cool. Zom Vikings from Fair Square. The title says it all. Zombies Vikings equals. Yeah. Oh, that's $13. Drew, I know you're going to steal mine on though. I won't. I won't steal it. You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Haunted Girl number one, cover A, Joe Casada. The Ethan Sachs. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that is a good one. That was on my list. Um, but I'm going to go with Knights oh. uh, from, from Image, the Wyatt King, Kennedy, Luigi uh, alternate universe type of vampire thing. Yep, that was another <laughs> one that was on as well. Very cool. Yeah, very neat. We picked two Image books. I like that. That's back to the old days, Drew. Yeah, we used to do that all the time. <laughs> all right, I want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through our sneak peek at Neck, through all the shenanigans and fun we had. If you want more shenanigans and fun, head on over to patreon.com, find comics for fun and profit, throw us a couple bucks, and you can find all different behind-the-scenes, ad-free, and fun we have. Be part of the Slack, part of the conversation, find out what we had for lunch, all kinds of fun. <laughs> for Drew and for myself, see ya. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail-order company, Deep Discount Comics. Um, and we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We, are the, we were the very first, <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic. Customer service-wise, discounts, they were very close, if not the same or better, than DCBS on a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. over and above uh, customer service-wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already before you even have to think about about it that's kind of cool really quality experience so we we love working with Cowabunga and deep discount and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. that we leave them there because we like them they're cool good people that's why they're in there by god They'd tell you to if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them, because every everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list, just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month. Get you on that email list. 
And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants. Amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. <laughs>